This is the marketing podcast for financial advisors with Claire Aiken. Claire is the founder of Indigo Marketing Agency, a full service marketing firm tailored specifically to financial advisors. She delivers complete proven marketing strategies with a minimum investment of your time. And now here's Claire. All right. Thank you so much for joining us today. Today we have Landon Lovell with KB Financial Advisors, and they are a wealth management firm out of San Francisco that exclusively is serving tech employees. And so they're doing everything that I really am passionate about recommending for financial advisors. They've embraced this niche wholeheartedly. They have this clear specialization, and they have all kinds of amazing content on their site for young professionals, tech executives, and they really focus around stock options and um, have articles like, you know, how to buy a home with stock options and three things to be aware of once your company goes public and, um, you know, how incentive stock options and the alternative minimum tax work. So they are laser focused on their niche. They're doing amazing things from a marketing perspective and they've had great success. So thank you, Landon, for being part of our podcast. And I just want to welcome you to the show. Yeah, absolutely. It's great to be here. Great. And so walk us through a little bit about your marketing, what you guys are doing, and and how you think that um, it's making you different. Yeah. So the the main way that we market our business and market our services is through the internet and primarily through um, writing two blog posts a month. We're getting ready to move up to three um, blog posts a month. And that is um, the main thing that we do and that we've been doing now for about three or four years um, to drive that marketing engine. Great. And so how do most of your new clients come to you? You know, where do they find you and how do they make contact with you? Yeah, I would say that about um, 75% of the new contacts that we get are coming to us through the website. And so on the website, um, we use Schedule Once as a scheduling tool, and someone who reads one of our blog posts um, likes, you know, what they what they read and thinks that we can help them um, can just schedule a call. They don't have to call us. They don't have to send us an email. All they have to do is look at a calendar and pick a time that works for them. And that's the way the majority of new contacts come in. And when we look at our web traffic. Um, about 90% of that web traffic is from organic search. So, you know, if you think about that, most people who end up contacting us are out there on Google, they're typing in search terms, they're finding our blog posts, and then they're scheduling a call with us. And that's how the majority of our, of our new business um, arrives. Yeah. And so it's funny, kind of the way you and I came into um, contact was that you had scheduled a call um, with me to talk about what we might be able to help you with from a marketing perspective. And you ended up not becoming a client just because you're already doing so many of the things that we do for advisors. And so our most popular package at Indigo Marketing is two custom blog posts a month that we send out on their website. We share them by email. We share them across social media. And we really try to position them as a specialist. And you guys are already doing that and having so much success with it. So I think that's really cool. Um, You also do one of the main things that we recommend for our advisors is having a schedule a call button front and center on your homepage. So when you go to the homepage, people really don't have to think too much. There's one thing for them to do, schedule a phone call to start the conversation. And that's, we want to make it easy. 
you know, 24 hours a day, seven days a week for people to schedule a phone call um, when they're motivated to do so, when they have a need. And so I think that's great that you guys are implementing all of these, um, you know, strategies that are really working. And so tell me a little bit about, you know, your marketing journey and when you started embracing this specialty and whether or not that was difficult for you, because a lot of the advisors that I work with have a hard time embracing a specialty. They're worried that they're going to alienate people that don't fall into that specialty. And they're worried about narrowing their focus because maybe it will narrow the amount of potential new clients. Yeah, well, it's marketing is something that I love and that I've always been interested in, but it's something that um, you're also constantly learning. You're learning like just in general, what works, what doesn't. And then more specifically, what works for you. So even going back to, you know, nine or 10 years ago, um, I was reading, you know, guerrilla marketing, um, duct tape marketing, um, reading copy blogger, and just, you know, through that became really interested in a lot of the stuff that we're now doing. Um, and it took a while, you know, for for me and then for the firm to get to the point where we could do this. And there definitely was some of that um, concern, but for us, it was a really natural fit because what we did is we didn't just like randomly pick a group or a type of person and say, this is who we want to work with. We started with kind of where we were, um, who already, who, you know, who the people were, who, already seemed to be finding us and then, you know, just started to refine and get more focus from there. And I can remember Jackie, um, my partner and I having, you know, that conversation. Well, okay, if we're going to focus this much, like what happens if somebody contacts us who doesn't have stock options? And eventually what we, what we came to realize is, you know, so what? Um, there are enough people out there who do that it doesn't matter. And having like focusing on one group and having more people from that one group reach out is a lot better than not focusing on anyone and having fewer people reach out. Regardless of like what marketing you're doing, what's really important is, is kind of the, the middle result. I guess we could say not even talking about like new clients and working with new people. I'm talking about the conversation that happens you know, that your marketing leads to that's in between like someone finding you and someone starting to work with you. And the more of those conversations you have, the better you can get about, you know, what you offer and how you structure it and how you market it. The only way those conversations happen and a lot of those conversations happen is by you getting more focused um, with your marketing. So, you know, we had some of those same concerns, but this is something that that has really worked for us and it's been it's been just a lot of fun kind of developing everything that we do with the website and everything that we're doing with content marketing so yeah tell us a little bit more about you know what do you think the most important thing that you've done to crack the code for your marketing is you know what's the biggest uh, decision you've made or the biggest impact that you've made on your marketing I think you can just boil it down to one word, and that one word is focus. Um, Jackie and I, you know, I mentioned those conversations earlier where when we first decided to focus on tech employees, and then from there we said, okay, well, we're going to start, 
you know, writing on a blog. And at first, when we first started writing, it was just like we kind of wrote about whatever we wanted to write about with a general focus on like the things that our clients were concerned about. But um, our business coach actually told us, you know, that that's not good enough, that you need to be even more focused. And she told us, you know, you're only going to write about stock options. And her point was, you know, that there's so much information out there that unless you're very specific at first, you're just, you know, shouting in a crowd. Um, whereas if you get really specific, the crowd gets a lot smaller. And so we just continued to refine, continued to focus, and and also thought a lot about you know, what can we write about that is going to be really hard for um, someone else out there to match? And, um, and that's, you know, what we're doing now. And when we started doing that, that's when we really started to gain traction. And every month you just watch the web traffic go up and the number of new contacts kind of go up with it. And I totally agree, you know, embracing a specialty and when you think you have a specialty, push yourself a little bit farther to, um, you know, dive even deeper. Like for Indigo Marketing Agency, you know, we serve independent financial advisors. That's already a pretty narrow niche, but then we take it a step further and say independent financial advisors who have a true specialty. And those are the people that work with us and need our help by creating custom content like you guys are doing yourselves. Um, so I think that's awesome. So tell me a little bit about... Um, you know, what you're looking to do next or what you're excited about um, on the marketing landscape? In terms of what we're looking to do next, it's probably going to be more of what we are already doing. So I do two posts a month. Um, starting next month, we're going to be adding a third post per month and Jackie will be doing that. Eventually, as we grow the firm, um, my hope is to be less involved in day-to-day -day, um, client work and more able to focus on the um, marketing side. And so, you know, over the years, I expect that we will continue to add to the number of posts that we're posting per month and then eventually start to move into other ways of promoting um, that material and, and other material. And so, like an example I would give you is yesterday I spoke at an event and the other thing that I've learned when it comes to content is if you're generating ideas that are in the form of some sort of content, you can't let that go to waste. Like that has to be used in some way for your marketing. And so yesterday I spoke at this event, I had to put together this presentation. So we ended up hiring someone to come record the presentation. And then we're going to have the entire recording. We're also going to take that recording and break it down into smaller clips. And, you know, that one event will turn into multiple different blog posts and multiple different ways that we can promote, you know, that work that went into um, preparing for, for that one event. So in the future, we're going to be doing more of what we're already doing and then branching out into just new and different ways of kind of building on the, the platform that we've put together. Yeah. And you could even use that event recording as a webinar that you could have on your website. And so you could go a lot of dire different directions like that. I, 
believe that one of the next frontiers for advisors is webinars and, you know, using different social media platforms to advertise webinars and get them in front of their ideal um, target market. And so I think that's cool that you guys are thinking of ways to capture this content that you're creating and um, reuse it um, so that you can get as much exposure as possible. Because the hard work really is coming up with the unique ideas and the unique content um, and then, you know, getting as much as exposure as possible. Um, so with that, why don't you walk us through a little bit about some of the systems that you're using and some of the technologies that you're using for your marketing? Yep. Our website is uh, based on WordPress, um, and we've been really happy with what we've been able to do there. We use uh, MailChimp to manage our emails, and it's um, it's okay. I would expect in the future we may look at a different tool there. Um, along with MailChimp, we're using uh, Optin Monster, which is, you know, if you go to our website, there's going to be this little pop-up encouraging you to um, sign up for our mailing list in exchange for um, a white paper. Um, and then Schedule Once that I mentioned earlier um, is on the website so that, you know, you can um, schedule a call directly from the website. And those are the main ones um, that we're that we're using, especially when we talk about that content marketing that we're doing. That, that's great. And it sounds like you're also using Google Analytics to view the traffic to your site because you mentioned that you have visibility to how much traffic is coming to your site and where it's coming from. So you must be using Google Analytics for that? Yeah, we are. And, and that's kind of a, another uh, interesting, uh, interesting story there, you know, about how we came to where we are. Um, so another, like, just a little background piece of how we got here. Um, about three or four years ago, we all of a sudden started getting a bunch of new contacts. And at first, we really didn't know what was happening. It didn't take us long to figure it out, though. And what was happening is um, some of Jackie's clients had just on their own um, posted reviews of the firm on Yelp. And it was only like two or three reviews, but at the time, no one else was on Yelp. And Yelp was doing a lot of um, local SEO work here in, in San Francisco. And so if you typed in like financial advisor and you were in San Francisco, one of the first results would be Yelp, you know, top 10 financial advisors near you. And uh, we were like number two or number three. So that was great. And we got a bunch of new business from that. But the only problem with that, um, like most forms of social media, you don't, that's not yours. It's theirs. Um, that belongs to Yelp and they control it just like anything that you do on Facebook or anywhere else, they control it. It's not yours. Whereas your website is yours. And um, that's something else about our website in terms of how I think about it. I think about it like real estate that we control. Um, and the great thing about it is every time we um, post a blog post, we control a little more real estate. So um, we recognize when we started getting getting all this traffic from Yelp, you know, that um, that's probably not going to last. And it didn't because a lot of other advisors kind of moved into that space. And, um, and those new contacts and that traffic to our website from Yelp started to go down. And so that was another thing that kind of prompted us to say, 
Um, you know, we need to do something that we control um, where we're every month kind of building upon what we've already done. And um, it took us about a year, but after about a year, you really started to see the traction. You started to see the traffic. And so every month um, I have like a reoccurring task where I go in Google Analytics and I just compare this month or the last 30 days to the 30 days prior to that. And then the last 30 days to the same 30 day period a year ago. And um, for the last year and a half, every month when I do that, the uh, month over month increase is a double digit percentage and the uh, year over year increase is, you know, two or 300% over what it was the same period a year ago. And so once you, once you get this, this ball rolling, if you stick with it, the consistency is what, what's key. If you stick with it, you're just every month you're building a little bit more and adding a little bit more to what you've already done. And it, it really works. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It took my site three years to start showing up for keyword search of marketing for financial advisors. Cause there's a lot of big websites out there competing for those terms, but I read a new blog post every single week. And three years later, I come to the top of the list when you Google for that, especially if you Google for, you know, search engine optimization or webinars for advisors, my content is at the top because I'm diving so deep on these subjects. And that's exactly what SEO is today. It's, you know, being the go-to expert on a specific subject to give people quality, valuable information that, you know, helps them solve their problem. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so to close out, I'd just like to ask you a couple of questions um, that I'd like to ask all the advisors who are on the podcast. So, you know, a lot of times I talk on the phone with advisors and I ask them, what one urgent problem are you solving for a specific group of people? And most of the advisors I talk to can't answer that question. They haven't thought about their business and they don't know the answer to that question. But I'm willing to bet that you probably have thought of that and you can answer that. So I just want to ask you, you know, what one urgent problem do you solve for a specific group of people? So we work with tech professionals who have stock options. And the problem that we solve for them is helping them um, figure out, you know, this unique combination that they have. Um, so stock options are, are not that different from a lot of financial topics. You know, you've got your different types and you've got general information for each of those different types. But each person that we work with has a unique combination of those different types of stock options. And that's what we do, help them understand what they have, especially help them understand what the tax implications are. And then the way I think about the impact of the work that we're doing for them is if we were to compare what they're going to get from their stock options to um, a case where they didn't have the stock options and they're just saving year by year by year. If we're doing our job and things work out well for them, they're going to be able to make 10 years worth of progress in one event. And that's our goal. That's the problem that we're trying to help them solve is to make sure that they can capture everything that those stock options can do for them. Great. And then my final question for you is if you were to meet an advisor who maybe hasn't worked on their marketing yet, maybe doesn't have a marketing strategy, or maybe somebody who's new to the business, who's just getting started on their journey, what is the one marketing recommendation you would give other advisors who want to be successful? 
I think the first thing is you need to pick, like, you need to know yourself, you need to know your business, you need to know who you want to work with. And then you need to pick an approach that's going to work really well for you. One of the most important parts of that is picking an approach that you can stick with. You know, if you want to write blog posts, that's great. But if you're not going to stick to it and be on a regular schedule, it won't work. Whatever you choose to do, you have to be able to stick with it because that's what really matters. And the other thing that I would say is don't be a cheapskate. Recognize what you're good at and hire someone else who is good at the things that you're not good at. And don't cut corners because for a while, um, you know, I was working with someone who was supposedly doing, you know, all these things for me and I'm writing and nothing is happening. And nothing was happening because I was working with someone who did not know what they were doing in terms of SEO and websites and whatnot. And so I'm, I'm literally in a dark room shouting alone and no one is reading what I'm putting out there. And so, you know, decide what you're good at and then hire out the rest. And when you hire out, make sure you're working with someone who knows what they're doing. That's great. That's fantastic advice. Well, I want to thank you so much for being a part of our show. And if you want to check out Landon's website, go to kbfinancialadvisors.com. And Landon, thank you for being a guest and keep in touch. All right. Thanks, Claire.